Hi, this is Nick. And Johanna of Lucifer. And you are listening to The Hook, the ultimate rock community podcast. With Jay Scott. Days of the week, sometimes they get to me, but somehow I know it'll roll off my shoulders. It's not easy to speak when I'm feeling weak or to let my feelings show. As I'm growing older Everything's alright We're just having some fun And getting things done Yesterday Gave me no raise It was a sadder one oh, Happy Friday to all of you. Welcome back to The Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. I'm your host, Jay Scott. Looking forward to the weekend. Fall is in the air. It's getting a little brisk out here in the Chicago area. Love it. Leaves are changing. Concerts are going on. I'm going to see Bourbon House tonight in Joliet. Looking forward to that. But yeah, I got a great show here for you today. Got Mr. Travis McCready, lead singer of the now defunct Bishop Gunn. Weird to say that. Great band. One of my uh, favorite new emerging bands. We're going to get into it with uh, Travis. Going to talk all about it. We are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Great network of music-related podcasts. Something for all of you to check out. Check out PantheonPodcast.com. You can listen to fellow podcasters like Shout Out Loudcast, Hanging and Banging, with Carmen Apice and Vinny Apice, Martin Popoff, Mistress Carrie, Cobras and Fire, so much to listen to, great family to be a part of. Follow them on Twitter at Pantheon Pods. You can follow us on Twitter at The Hook Rocks, also on Facebook, The Hook Rocks, and follow us wherever you do podcasts, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, wherever Catch all the latest episodes of The Hook Rocks, and you can go back as far as June of 2019 and check out the episodes there, too, as well. Our introduction episode, what it was like to see Randy Rhodes, as well as new episodes like like the new music spotlight with Bourbon House, The Warning, Classless Act, a whole bunch of bands that have been on the show. We just did our review of our favorite albums from July, August, and September our quarterly series that a lot of people dig, a lot of people are into. We also interviewed Greg Renoff. We had a discussion with Greg on remembering Eddie Van Halen. So check that out. And 
Earlier this week, we dropped the episode with Doug Pinnock from King's X on his new solo album, Joy Bomb. So lots of great stuff happening, lots of stuff going on in the future. So stay tuned for all of that. I am uh, really excited about my next guest. It's, uh, it's an artist I've wanted to have on the podcast for a long time. And if I, my memory serves me correct, correctly, I should say, we were in the process of setting something up with this band prior to the pandemic in the fall of 2019, and things went radio silent. And a lot's happened since then. And I'd like to welcome in, in my opinion, one of the great artists of modern music, modern rock music. And it is the singer, artist, former singer of Bishop Gunn, Mr. Travis McCready. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for doing this. This is really exciting for me because I've been wanting to talk to you for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had we had uh, tried to get um, tried to do this uh, what a another um, date that didn't work out for me. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry about that. But I'm glad we got in touch now. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, no no worries there. Things come up, things happen. But uh, as we always begin with every time we have a first time guest on the podcast. It's basically what the show is about, the hook rock. Just like every rock and roll song has a hook that sucks you in, every rock and roll fan has a moment, whether it's a song, an album, a band, or performance, that hooked them on rock and roll. What was it for you? Hmm. Oh, man. Um, so, like, I kind of I grew up um, with, you know, well, not kind of did grew up like in a, in a real small town had like um you know just a top 40 station and then a country station and uh and i guess you know um we didn't have like rock and roll stations or anything like that maybe a classic rock station i wasn't aware of you know but um i had this uncle that had a bunch of cds and uh like just like these you know this was in the 90s and he had like one of those bookshelf like collections of <laughs> cds and stuff and i used to go and um and um borrow like 10 12 15 of them at a time you know and then keep them for a couple weeks and just and just and that's what i started to kind of mine like uh rock and roll and um and uh just all the history of you know eventually the history of music you know and things and which was the elements that went into rock and roll and, and whatnot and blues and folk and all that. So I guess it's like a moment. Hmm. Ah, I can't really say. I remember the first time I heard Back in Black in the riff ACDC. I was like, that probably kicked me in the uh, balls harder than anything uh, prior. <laughs> so I guess, uh, yeah, when I first heard that riff, you know, would be, uh, would probably be my, uh, my kicking the balls from rock and roll initially. Your music really does incorporate a lot of different influences. Obviously the rock and roll you hear, you hear a lot of soul, you hear a lot of blues, you hear folk music. When you're 
growing up and you're, you know, listening to music, you mentioned, I heard you last night on your live stream mention that story about the top 40 station and the country station. And, you know, hearing you, you talk about Back in Black, what other elements of music, what were some of the other music that you were listening to as uh, gangster being... rap, man. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, gangster rap and and gangster rap and from the nineties and country was like what I liked when I was a kid. Like prior to you know like ten, eleven, twelve years old when I started like actually mining for myself, you know. Um, but yeah, so and you can and, and songs like Alabama and, and like from the EP back in the, uh, 2016, like Let the People Know and. I don't know, on the Natchez album as well. Um, anything you want, songs like that. You can hear my, my wordplay is really scatty and kind of um, uh, rappy, you know what I mean? <laughs> I always joked and said, like, he was to put a rap beat behind most of, you know, a Bishop Gunn song, you know, and took the lyrics or, or the words and put a rap beat behind it. It would just be, it would just be a rap, kind of, in a way. But um, so I like that fast. So the fast wordplay and stuff and the fraction kind of, and then uh, story, you know, so you can kind of see the, um, the, uh, the heritage of gangster rap and country. <laughs> if you got a storytelling and then, you know, and then this fraction, you know, to it, like this, uh, this wordplay, this delivery. So that's interesting. I, I hear it now, now that you've done that, you're talking now about it. Yeah. <laughs> And this is, that's just some things, like, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I kind of, I, I'm very, um, what would you say, uh, I guess, open it up front with my influences and stuff, and I like to find out why things, and, 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 and kind of self-reflect, and, and find myself, like, looking back and, and finding uh, little elements and that I kind of attribute to, to certain things that are, um, that I, that I, I guess that I tend to do, you know, because um, writing songs and stuff, no one's, you know, Moses on Mount Sinai, you know, you're, you're basically cutting and pasting from from your, um, from what you've been exposed to, whether it's consciously or consciously, you know, I, I became a better writer, I think, when I would, when I started to, when I would pay attention to where, or, 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 or to where like maybe a certain aspect came from because writing used to be like walking through a minefield, you know, like if you try not to step on somebody else's song or something, you know, like I can remember like myself, like reminding like, or being reminded by of another song while I'm writing one and thinking, damn, Oh, well, I can't, uh, I got to throw this song away. That's already even done, you know, which is, which is still, and it took me a while to realize, okay, well, if that wasn't happening, then I wouldn't be a very good songwriter. Because there's not that many, um, not that many options with A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and then twelve semitones, you know. So I kind of started to, if, uh, I would look at what I was reminded, what the song I was writing reminded me of. I, was, I would look at whatever that popular song was, uh, and then and embrace it, and then I know kind of how to how to uniquely route around that, rather than you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Like yeah. Like if I, if I could see like where my influence is coming from, rather than thinking that I'm stepping off somebody's toes or plagiarizing or anything like that, because you're not. You, you, that's that's not that many options. So I would I would I would I would I would accent at that, and then I would know what to do, how where I needed to be unique in my own thing, you know, to 
to kind of to to um yeah to embrace it. So you know, writing and singing and because I hear a lot of yeah, I hear a lot of James Brown, Sam Cooke, Chris Robinson yeah. from the Black Crows in your voice. Well, I, I'd always give my three, um, you know, in interviews or something, they'd say, what are your influences? Well, I'm like, well, basically everything I've ever heard, some what to do, some what not to do. But I give um, my top three, I always like to say, what are in Otis Redding, Chris Cornell, and Bob Seger. There you go. Those are, they, uh, um, that's good company. <laughs> say again? That's good company. Right, right. As far as, you know, those influences and, and, you know, gangster rap, country music, top 40, you know, it sounded like you had a whole buffet of music when you were younger. And, you know, when did it become something that you wanted to do and perform? Probably about four years old. Um, but I, I would like pretend to play like, uh, my, you know, toy guitars and shit. And, uh, or, or (laughs) I can remember the first microphone, like stand get up with a um you know like a, a vacuum cleaner from you know those old vacuum cleaners and it comes up and then the and then the handle is kind of 45 degree angle you know over so about where that where i'd have to lean that down to be able to sing into it so from about that height <laughs> would be um yeah when i started thinking about performing or whatever and i would do these little concerts for my family and um brothers and sisters and then uh, I guess around some, around six, I guess maybe I was uh, six or seven. My grandpa, who's a uh, he's a like accomplished still guitar player. He, you know, I know he was. Uh, I guess I was probably like you know running around singing, hey, trying to be you know center of attention or something. And, and you know, I know he meant well, but he goes, he called me over there and he says, you shouldn't, uh, son, you shouldn't, you shouldn't try to perform in front of people till you know what you're doing. <laughs> and I didn't sing in front of anybody else till I was almost 18 years old. But, but I, um, you know, I, I began playing guitar and stuff. You know, uh, pretty seriously, like as a teen, and then I would play, you know, guitar in like little garage bands and stuff. But I was always working on singing in the dark, kind of like uh, it's just something I never, uh, I don't uh, remember not thinking about doing and. And uh, which was a weird thing because I I, had, I couldn't say R's or H's until I was like eight, you know, seven, eight years old, you know, uh, like I had a, like a speech impediment thing, you know, and you can, you'll hear that when my, in my records, like when, when I sing, you know, you really can't, you like, you'll hear my R's aren't there and stuff like, so um, I guess I kind of go to a pure place of when I started thinking about singing. So anyway, so the speech singing it's just always been a um like a uh just something um that i wanted to be good at or better at you know still to this day so yeah as far as wanting to be in a band you know was there was there a moment that you saw someone in concert that you wanted to you know be on stage performing for i mean i know you talked about performing for your family when you were a kid, but when did it mean being in a band, writing songs and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, making records? When did it, when did that become something you wanted to do? Probably, um, 
around 12, uh, you know, I kind of, on 12, uh, right around 13, I kind of um, started dwelling more in my bedroom. You know, <laughs> my parents had uh, gotten a divorce and then, and then we made a move down to like three hours south from Natchez to the coast. I didn't have any friends down there really and stuff, so I more or less went into like uh, to you know what was in the back of my mind already anyway. So I just kind of I started focusing more on the guitar and, and I would get these I would get a record like every couple weeks. I'd try to buy like a CD and then sit in um, in my um, room and like or print out guitar tabs and then sit in my room and then just play along with these records and stuff. Um, so I, I can't think of what made me want to do that. I guess maybe the records that I was getting into, you know, and then uh, and then I'm sure like I, I would read these magazines and just the whole brotherhood aspect of, um, I guess I was looking for like some lonely kid in his room, you know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of all came together. Several elements came together, you know, and I wanted that, uh, I wanted that, uh, that um, yeah, just that shared experience, I guess. As far as writing music, writing songs, lyrics, was there a song that you heard that made you want to write something, you know, a song that made you feel something like, man, I want to do that. I want to be able to express myself through lyrics. What- I, um, I rather than what comes to mind, rather than the song itself, but I, uh, first is, is that I can remember thinking um, uh, that I wanted to be and I wanted to be there for 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 listeners, for people at the at the press of a button, the way that the um, the artists and, and and singers and songwriters were for me, the ones that I confided in, because that's like a you know it's a same element that makes you know um, fans that makes super fans that makes stalkers even you know what I mean because like there's there's like when somebody's listening to records, you know what I mean? They're listening to someone's recorded vulnerable soul. And then, and, and it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, a subconscious uh, kind of conversation going on between you and them while, you know, although you're not speaking back to them, but for allow, you're, you're still opened up and it's like you're speaking back to them because you're, you're relating. You know what I mean? People spend a lot of time with someone else's thoughts, you know, and then that's that's where you know I guess where people uh, that's how I've kind of that was my thought on how people get to know each know their know the artist or something or even like from the other side like having like see some I would like on the road or doing um, uh, tours and stuff see somebody looking at them across the room and know that they like they knew looking at me like they knew me you know but and and i and, and, I, and I could see that look of, of how you know that that person spent time with my thoughts you know or that person spent time with my music with my with my recorded vulnerabilities with my relation you know to them does that make any sense you know like yeah so, yeah perfect so rather sense. than a, rather than a, you know rather than a certain song i can remember how I wanted to I wanted to be there through song for people, just song in general, you know. When you're writing music, like you mentioned, there is that vulnerability because you're tapping into an experience that 
you've had, whether it's a comfortable experience, whether it's an uncomfortable experience. And you talk about that connection with the audience. And, you know, when, an, when, an, when, when someone listens to those lyrics and reads those lyrics, they connect with it. Well, there's, well, there's, a, there's, a, there's a baby who cries, you know, and it's primal. And there's a baby that learns to whine and learns to turn on his, um, you know, uh, learns to turn on these, these endorphins, you know, and like, uh, and, and stick a lip out and, and go through the whole thing, you know, but, um, you also pay different attention to, to that one than you would a crying baby, you know, like the, they would, you know, the, the, the crying baby hits the cerebellum, you know, of your brain, like the fight or flight, you know, um, you know, whining baby, you got, you know, the frontal cortex tells you that he's just over there. <laughs> he doesn't hit you the same way. You can continue what you're doing while there's a whining baby in the distance. You know what I mean? Your frontal cortex tells the bell and look, well, there's a, yeah, that's, that's, that's okay. He's good. You know, there's not, he has it, you know, it's not alarming, but there's the, um, so, so there's a, there's a, a difference, um, I think when, and uh, I don't, I don't know how to not go there when I, when I particularly when I sing or, 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 or write. So I've described it as, as far as to the audience, I've described it as fucking and fighting and crying in front of thousands of people all at the same time. How do you navigate through that vulnerability? I mean, how do you? I mean, because you, you have Perfect. to, you have to relive, Perfect. you know, the experience. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. That's, totally. And that's it's not always not a normal. It's not a normal cycle. No. No. That's yeah. Not a normal yeah. Normal. That's tough to it's do. Not a, yeah. Uh, it's perfect. And 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 um, I've actually song Saturday. That's what that's about. Um, so I, I would develop. I would develop like um, you know thoughts that like 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 core like foundational thoughts. That even when, you know, even when depleted, you, uh, like, you, 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 and, and, and everything's not rewarding instantly. There's no instant gratification. There's no, um, you know, like, that to, to, to stay the course, you know, like, the song says, Saturdays, won't you let me out to play? Rain, 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 go away. And it'll be okay when the sun shines on tomorrow. I'll be counting the gold at the end of my rainbow. Kind of like, you know, um, yeah, I guess um, like a mature way to 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 um to not need like that to not need the sensation the best of best of sensations all the time. You kind of be you kind of be numb and still feel it because you know you 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 go through the steps to be able to harvest it again. I guess you know that makes it. yeah because it's you know because you can. You can use it as therapy, you know, when you're writing something out, it helps you maybe understand things. Sometimes when you mm-hmm. write about an experience that happened a while back, kind of gives you a different perspective, or maybe you have a different perspective. Yeah, it, yeah. You know? Exactly, exactly. And and in and, and one song to the next, you know, from <laughs> it might, the next one might be like something really happy, and, and you just... And, uh, I, uh, I do think a lot about like the um, it's not a normal thing. Um, like we did 250 shows in 14 countries and like um, around probably traveled through 
around 40 states that year, I guess, in, in 11 months. That's like, so you basically safe to say 300 days on the road, you know, if you do um, 250 shows. So, say there's 50, and, and, and you're on the road in between shows and all this. I just, um, a healthy guess would be 300 days on the road. And then that's not a, it's not a normal, you know, um, pattern for us, you know, especially for like a, a singer kind of, I was, I was, like I was kind of the template, you know, I was, and I wrote, and I co-wrote um, several songs with, um, but with um, a couple writer friends of mine. But even then, you know, I would, it would be, that would be like a second opinion kind of um, helping, um, like maybe a reminder to, to stay course or something in, in, the, in a craft way while trying to tell my story. You know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, like when it, like pretty much every song uh, was like extremely personal. Besides, like Alabama, that was the only song where um, I kind of had fun. We kind of had fun, and um, two other writers kind of had fun. i um, just writing a scenario and saying where could this go and this and that. And, and other than that, like pretty much every. Everything was really, really extremely personal, uh, from the happy ones, the sad ones, to the um, and the Gypsy Cadillac album. That that uh, was um, you'll notice it's a rise and a demise. You know, second half. Uh, that's a whole. That's um, we could get into that. But um, sorry. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Nick. Uh, well, I don't want to ramble too much. No, no worries, man. Uh, as far as writing music and when you're performing it is it is it important for you that the audience or the person listening connects with the song the way you have written it or are you okay with them having their own meaning to it when i i i i I refrain like from 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 entering it in from the at at, at the writing in the writing process you know like to where certain, certain uh, try to admit certain words that would, that would, um, whether geographically or demographically or even like um, gender or you know, uh, like where it could be anyone's. Like I've omitted the word "baby" out of a song, like because and then because that would have, uh, like the song. Um, nothing to lose you know because that would that one word kind of put it a boy girl or a relationship kind of thing when it song could be about two buddies you know so um so so from the core of it i kind of tend to to try to 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 let it be universal so so the answer i guess is um is no like if it doesn't follow exactly how then not at all but um yeah, I, I, I like to hear the different interpretations, and I kind of set it up from the get-go for that, or at least try to. You know. When I hear Gypsy Cadillac, being that I'm a, a huge fan of Bishop Gunn, I'm excited, I'm happy, but there's also a sense of sadness because we all know the story. You guys uh, are no longer together. Yeah. Is is that tough for you to hear this album knowing that 
No, 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 absolutely not. Um, I am um, not to cut you off, but I know um, I am. Um, we this like when 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 it came to to lining the to 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 order of the songs, you can. Um, there's a couple reasons like why it's like the first half has arrived and second demise. I could, I mean, I can kind of sense, you know, I can see where, you know, the things, you know, that like, see life happening to different members, like babies being born and, and different, you know, different situations and, and, and can, and, you know, in the, in the, in the farmhouse in the woods, aspect kind of dwindling um but but that demise of that right so there's a there's kind of like there's a there's a core to the record that that's mother music you know and then there's and then i did this one version on the piano and split it in half and put that book into the, the intro and the out uh, intro and the outro and then of 11 songs and then it being dead in the center is the full band version of that song mother music and then, you know, so then it's like, it's like the B side, all of a sudden, you know, Mama Told Me Not To Come, uh, Ain't It A Shame, Saturdays, um, Black Train, Save Me Before I Take A Black Train Home, you know, and then it's like, and then the last song, um, what's it called? Fuck. <laughs> the last song, uh, Unchained, Unchained, which yeah. I'd written, I'd written to myself a couple of years prior from my brother my brother passed uh from heroin um two, six years ago and again i i, I don't i refuse to call anything call a heroin overdose that implies that there's a proper dose to fucking heroin right yeah so um yeah my brother died from fucking heroin um six years ago so so um i'd written that song and changed back to myself kind of therapeutically of what uh, maybe he would like to say, um, just, you know, to my family members or, or, you know, that he's in a better place type thing, you know, but I, the, so just to kind of like the album, like, um, the junkyard factor of, you know, I like to thank everybody's born into an, born into junkyard of information, you know, this world junkyard of information, forging around for parts, and eventually, you know, builds, you know, makes up their character, their personality, ultimately like the vehicle, they'll, ultimately their, their navigation through life, you know, what they're going, their, their, their person. And, um, which, you know, needs, you know, maintenance, it needs gauges, you know, it needs a, needs a steering wheel, it needs all this. And, um, so the, the album itself is a, um, is a is a reference to that, like that I'm not exempt from my like brother's demise, you know. I'm uh, um, with you know without looking at life, you know, and looking at the gauges and looking at you know and navigating um, better. So it's a, it's a and, and right down to the to the um, to the order of the songs, you know, being a rise and a fall like that. I kind of put my, um, like my brother's demise in my outfit and my shoes and kind of like, because I, I constantly reflect like, um, upon, you know, our lives and, you know what I mean? And, uh, 
so yeah, it's a big representation, and that's the way I, I viewed, you know, like um, like my own mortality, right? So, and it, so it's a combination of, of of that, and and then I could also, you know, then I was also kind of reflecting a little bit of how, the, you know, it was looking like the the band demise could could be like not out of any like conflict fight nothing like that just life just happening to you know you got four individuals who um have ever many individuals in their camp you know and it's just you know just multiplies off and off and off you know so how long can you actually keep you know pretty tough to keep all that together anyway you know even in the um most um unconflict of ways you know what i mean like Oh yeah, it's a so, big uh, conglomeration of, of of a lot of things. So you felt the demise of the band as you as you were recording it coming. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, um, and then, and and just then from you know like stretch, you know, you could just tell, you could just tell, you know, um, there was a lot of obligations, and, and you know, and there was members that are just you know that. That were um, whose whose uh, spouse or whatever was pregnant, or like, or or who just and, and members who just had um, babies born, you know, and just in like just go and then so obligations and and, and and very much very merited obligations, you know, just kind of coming from different directions, and then you know you could just kind of see that. Um, that either you know, not that it necessarily was it was um, had to be a demise, but it was definitely the, the, definitely dealing with the ingredients that the ingredients that would that could, um, if not monitored, just like the, um, the you know like maintenance on your vehicle or something like or Gypsy Cadillac, you know, uh, you know. So I could definitely see the um, I was definitely watching the gauges, so to speak. Because you, when you guys did announce the news, it was termed as a hiatus, right? I, I read that on my Facebook too, bro. <laughs> and, um, yeah, um, you know, see, well, Bernard made a post like uh, the drums made a post um, like to do to do to early January that um, you know that he had. He had been relapsing, um, on, on, you know, getting and had been dancing with some old devils, you know. And nobody really knew completely of the extent of, but um, and it was to take his break or or, or go to, and and, and, and you know, who's going to supposedly supposedly going to do maintenance on that, you know, and. and um, I don't think that was being done in time, or, or if uh, I can't say if if it was or it wasn't like at all from from then to now. I don't know, but but I know in the time you know it wasn't being assessed, and then you know like through guitar player, you know he kind of like he was the second to throw in the towel, and I, and I assume upon um, upon those reasons. Um, and Ben, bass player, who had had the, um, he had just had a child um, back over the prior August uh, 2019, you know. So, and you know, and then 
just one, two, three, four, you know, and so just kind of um, honestly, um, un, un, really, un, uh, really without conflict, pretty much, you know, just um, just kind of started to disassemble. Um, but um, and 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 we had, you know, we were unsigned band. We had no, um, we never signed anything. You know, we had we had uh, basically, would you say? you know, friendly agreements and, and whatnot. And, and, um, with, with invested investment and stuff like that. So we had, it was a, there was a, it was a lot over the head, you know what I mean? So it just kind of, but I'm friends with, uh, with, with everyone. Me and Burns speak, uh, probably more frequently than anyone else in the, uh, than any, than I do with anyone else in the band. But again, me and, me and Burn were the core members. Uh, through four through four bass players, two different guitar players, and it was always uh, me and Burn, the drummer. So, so yeah, man, life just kind of life life equations, you know. It sounds like everyone developed higher priorities, whether it was a family, whether it was. Mm-hmm taking care of their own life, trying to, trying to, you know, do that. And, and, and I don't want to speak for anyone, you know, like, and that's why, you know, it's like, um, and honestly, I mean, there's not really um, much more than that to even, to even, to even discuss, but, um, yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, like you said, this life was, um, life was happening in a lot of, in four different, four different ways from four different, you know, in four different uh, directions, and and um, nobody was with. There's really not a, and so it's. I've called it the kind of the uh, most unrock and roll <laughs> bad breakup ever. <laughs> but, no, no, you know, no big scandal. No big, you know. Not exactly. No exactly. Yeah. You know, it's kind of. Um, it's just you know, but uh, well, you know what? It is what it is. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I just try to keep, uh, keep with, and, and, and I understand it's, and it's, it's probably, you know, probably easier. It would be, if any, if it was easier for anybody to have just like stayed at, at it, at their particular, um, um, let's say at their particular craft and, and the whole, in the, in their particular micro craft in the mic and the macro craft, you know, um, then it would have been easier for me being, you know, a song songwriter and singer and plan to, 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 it was definitely, I definitely, it was definitely easiest for me to, to continue, to continue than I'm sure it was any, I mean, I'm sure it was for anyone else, um, which is, you know, um, Flick of thought, you know what I mean, and my, yeah. you know to myself, but you know, it, it seems like you know with with Gypsy Cadillac, it's it's a tremendous, beautiful album, and you, you talk about your writing style, you talk about your lyrics and the music that you write. There is a beauty in the pain, right? There is beauty in the darkness, you know, whether it's, Oh yeah. Nothing you know, exists without the opposition. No. Yeah. You know, whether it's the songs, I mean, I think of, you know, the title track, Gypsy Cadillac. And I think of, 
Nothing to Lose and, and so many other songs on the album. And I think of your story, you know, moving down to the coast and, you know, parents divorced and not having a lot of friends and finding comfort in lyrics and an outlet in lyrics and talking about the demise of the band as you were recording this. It, it is a beauty that it comes from pain, comes from darkness. And it's a very, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a very unique a thing. Totally, and a lot of a lot of the um, songs, um, like a lot of there's a lot of riffs that I turned into songs or lyrics that I turned that I turned into full songs and stuff that throughout this album and the Natchez album that were things I'd written. You know, I, I was a steel fitter from like eighteen to twenty six. I built like ductwork for nuclear power plants, and this shop like that my dad had worked in pretty much that same shop he for some other jobs here and there but then he'd always he worked in that shop from 1975 for the most part until he died last year you know and i worked there with him for nine years and i would play music at night you know we'd work my brothers worked there my cousin would you know um, i had a four-piece a five-piece band that all <laughs> that all worked the same shift like 12 hours a day seven days a week um, at one time out there and then, we, and then on Friday and Saturday night you know we'd play Friday, Saturday night and then you know still be back to work at 6 the next morning and on Tuesdays and Thursdays after getting off at 6 you know 6 to 6 we'd be um, I think 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock would be the uh, would be practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays you know and um, so a lot of a lot of my I recreated songs from that from old bands you know and would turn them into um, um, songs that you know that Fiji used, and, and and a lot of songs I wrote like in the moment with with you know um, during those times. And but um, yeah, it's just a, uh, always trying to write um, my way out of that shop, you know, so to speak. And I have a swing a hammer in right, uh, almost eight years, and that's my most proudest feat, I suppose. <laughs> I count it down every year. So I'm not too good to swing a hammer. You know, but <laughs> don't there, particularly there. want to at this point. I'd rather keep my hands are softer than they've been since junior high right now. <laughs> yeah, man, don't be doing anything to, to hurt those hands, damage those hands. <laughs> so, you know. As far as you go, you know, and, and you're, you're always performing, you know, and right now you're, you're doing solo shows and and acoustic shows what was the reason for not continuing bishop gum with other members and just going solo i mean there's a couple there's number a small number of reasons a couple of reasons um one one i didn't um burn you know being the drummer who was we were doing you know um we were we were the creators of it, and then and there through every chapter, you know, and and um, that wasn't the best um, idea was to continue that way. So yeah, so it's just turned into turned into um, different paths, you know. I think that I think that we hit record for a reason, you know. Yeah, I, I think the band it. It was a tremendous band. It was you can hear the magic on on Natchez, and you can hear the 
the magic on Gypsy Cadillac. I I first listened to Gypsy Cadillac. I was coming back from a from the, seeing the band The Cold Stairs. I don't know if you're familiar with them. And no, no. they're yeah, they're from they're a blues band, two piece blues band out of Indiana. Stairs like 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 staring or or stair steps or the like staring cold the cold stairs. Stairs, I guess. And that could be a double. That's a cool double like option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm and I and I'm coming back from the show and I'm like, and and I knew you guys had just dropped the album. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta check it out. So I, I hit it. You know, I put it on play on my phone and I'm driving down the highway and I'm the only one on the road. Like it's just me in the highway and the lights and the album just took me home and it was, it oh, was yeah. it was. Awesome. It was, it was perfect. I mean, Gypsy Cadillac, the way it kicks in, you know, unchained and got it. I mean, every song on the album was just, was just a thing of beauty. When Jakir King, um, was the, he was, um, he was a producer on that album and, and, you know, a lot of, um, like, uh, uh, black train, uh, we, Put together like um like out of like three old different riffs and like two different songs of lyrics and just made this big conglomeration because they all were um they all like uh, were in that same wheelhouse and other than that and then um, other than that all, most of the songs were 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 in the uh, were rec- like kind of in the structure in the in the ready to record state and from prior help um uh, some prior um pre-production with a producer of the previous album casey wasner uh, who was a you know him and martin neal both uh, worked with those songs but um so you know we had even done some pre-production work with him that when we were kind of um, more or less getting the songs to a punchier level and stuff like that so but when Jakir being the producer of it, like it, it was um, his techniques of, of harnessing everything was that was you know was his huge part on the um, on the uh, on on that album. With uh, you're familiar with Jakir, huh? Yeah. King. He he. Um, yeah, his his this recording techniques and and, and choices of gear and you know and you know different chains of different outboard gear and stuff and was uh just put it into he really got close to it really got close to it um the album with me and uh and us and and um he kind of saw the what he kind of saw the um concept from the get-go really hard and yeah and made and made the thing just sound it made it sound like he got to know me really well and he got to you know the guys really well in their instrumentation, and which was um, pretty cool. Because the last thing I would ever want to be, and when I refused to be, is a file on the pile. You know, mm-hmm. so that was you know it was awesome that um, the way Jakir um, worked with us, you know, and, um, and to do his part as best he could. You know, he really, he really uh, everybody knocked it out of the park. I think. Is there plans to release it physically, either on vinyl or CD? No, not. I mean, not that. Um, not, 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 not exactly. I mean, there's thoughts, you know. Um, 
but nothing's underway, you know, and it's, so we'll see, where, we'll see where it goes. Um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens, but yeah, nothing's in the works, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. When you listen to the album now, after you're removed from it for several months, do you absorb it differently? Do you hear it differently than, you know, obviously probably when you, you when you were hearing these songs, as you were recording them, you like you mentioned, you you know the demise is coming. Now that that's over, and there's a different reality, do you hear the album differently? Not like not like when I would have not like other albums or, or projects been a part of. Like it, I, it not to say like uh, not to sound like um, like um, like not to sound like arrived or or any or anything to the uh, but uh, it it was pretty much it it was where it, it was pretty much executed exactly um, in the um, in the way like I, I I perceived and and hoped to um, for it to be you know so it has it uh, it, it was like a perfect storm I guess so so I don't. I don't like hear it differently. Maybe in a couple elements of, of, of but not in concept way, or not in uh, not in way, not in not in the, you know what I mean, not in the um, not in the material way. You know what I mean. I might have, I might listen to it and 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 and, and find some new things that I think pretty cool about it, like that I wasn't paying attention to then, but when it comes to the writing and the concept way, it was, it, it, no, no, it was pretty much a, it was pretty much um, a perfect storm to where it just, it just stamped time like a, just fucking like a tattoo of sound, you know? It's like an entry in a yeah. diary. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, exactly. Like it just, it, it just froze thought, you know, it, 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 it was, it was the, it was concluded from the get go, you know. As far in a as lot of diff- in a lot of different ways. As far as being at peace with everything, like knowing that you know th- this was a time in your life, this was magic, as a lot of people, including myself, have described the, your music. Are you at peace with with everything at this point? I mean, I imagine there yeah. probably had to yeah. be some difficulty, you know, getting through yeah. that once things started to unravel. Definitely, but yeah, totally. Because, um, like, that was that was uh, like what would I say? That was like life. Uh, I've, I've finished as, as a writer, and as a you know, and that's my part. I, is what I'm speaking of. I, I finished, you know, kind of uh, my tale thus far. I guess. You know, to where it was like such a um, amount of like it, it got me writing. It got the wheels turning for writing, like because a lot of those songs, you know, I'd written in and some of those songs I'd written a year or so before, and then a lot of them I'd written throughout on the bus and stuff in 2019. And but about subjects, you know, prior and going on then and 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 up to it. it I want to say it was it was it was definitely a checkpoint. It was like, yeah, it was to where like just okay, like now I uh, um, it's time to make 
new experiences, new, you know, I was okay with, with it being new experiences to, for new writing or new because, because of feeling so concluded from that. So I guess that made it easier is what I'm trying to say. Like, like not, it wasn't easy, but you know what I mean? Like it, there wasn't any unfinished, uh, like unfinished, unwritten, you know, songs that I felt that I needed to get out of my chest or anything like that. It was that makes if that if that makes sense, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's so just, yeah, I felt concluded. I felt you know, not to wear like <laughs> like to wear like all right, see you guys later kind of thing, but you know what I mean, like. But it was a um, yeah. It was I was I was um I was I was on the cigarette phase of after the <laughs> We've all we've all had we've all gone through our own personal cigarette phase. I was in the, well no, I was no I no, not literally. what I mean is I was laid back I was laid back smoking a cigarette, like which is good for you as it was for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I had smoked cigarettes in four years come February, but it's the longest I've been since I was fucking eight. So no, no, the cigarette phase was twenty something years. <laughs> That's gone. I was meeting. Uh, yeah, I was sitting back. Uh, I was sitting back enjoying. Uh, it was. It was. It was exciting. I, I'd gotten my fucking music, my my writing nut, so to speak, for the time being. <laughs> as far as moving forward, you you are now playing under Travis McCready, singer songwriter. Yeah. There yeah. has to be, um, you know, an element of excitement and a newness to it. And, you know, as you look at opportunity, where where does this lead? Are you going to be recording any music? Is it just now just playing out? And well, I've recorded a um, I recorded nine songs back in um at Fame Studios where we did Gypsy and went um, to Alabama um, there. In Muscle Shows, Alabama, um, back in March, April, yeah, April, okay. Um, so I have like I've been sitting on this um, solo album, and then uh, it was actually supposed to it was going to come out around the time um, that we ended up doing releasing Juice Cadillac, so. You know, I just kind of put it back on the back burner because, let you know, I figured let that one, you know, um, let that one, let that one sit in for a while. You know, I pushed kind of um, pushed my plans maybe to uh, I guess like maybe spring to to release a um, uh, my my solo album, and with that much time of thought, you know, like then it's also kind of given me revision ideas, you know, um, to maybe splitting up, splitting some of that content up into a couple of EPs, you know, even rather than, rather, especially coming after Gypsy Cadillac's release, like, like with the, um, like in the details that I've told you of kind of like how, how, um, um, I don't want to, you know, how like, concluded I was with that, you know, so it's almost like the concept I had of trying to make a solo album, like in a concept way, you know, it's just kind of like, well, that, that would be kind of almost 
like so inferior to the to 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 the album that we were able to release, Gypsy Cadillac. So I'm kind of thinking now, like maybe a couple like EPs, like three four track here, three four track there. You know what I mean? It's, and um, and hell, maybe some singles just thrown out there for for the hell of it. You know? Because we're all just making this shit up anyway, right? Yeah. Was it Especially impo- if you're independent, if you're like, you're, you're just kind of like independent artists, you know, it's like, um, you know, just give your, give your, give your um, tribe, give your people, your audience, um, try to keep them fed, you know, with, with, and entertained with, 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 with your craft, you know? Well, you know, the name of the game is staying on the road. And if you can stay on the road and make money while you're yeah. giving your audience new music every several months in keeping you know keeping things going it's that's kind of the best of the both worlds at exactly that point. man I've, and I've, I've played no less than four shows a month i think it's the lowest four or five shows a month no less uh since february 2020 so i've driven um over 120,000 miles since august 2020 wow so this yeah so just over a year and that's what august 2020 is when i started kind of counting generally counting miles um and i was touring a lot i was running around a lot before that so well over one hundred twenty thousand miles in the last year and a half it's self-driven you know around and so yeah i've stayed i've stayed busy and and, and i do a i started like in february 2020 i started this um early february mid-february bg was still you know, together and I started this Tuesday live stream, like from my Facebook page. Um, and, um, every Tuesday from eight to nine, you know, uh, central time. And yeah, you mentioned, you mentioned to, uh, catching a little bit last night. So I've, it's almost two years that it's February, it'll be two years that I've done that every Tuesday. So even through the pandemic and everything that was, and the pandemic kind of came after I'd been doing that for a couple months, you know, and then that, and strangely that, you know, that was the only um, option for any musician, um, keep it, you know, keeping their audience um, entertained was, was live streaming. I accidentally had just started that. So, so that was, um, yeah, it worked out a little bit in that way. So I've been trying to, as many, as many ways as, Whatever ways I, I can, you know, I've been trying to keep um to keep people um to keep people that believe in my music and want to hear my music and stuff entertained as I possibly can. Was it important for you to venture out on your own right away? I mean, the announcement I believe came fall of 2019. You started performing. No, spring. I, no, February. Okay, yeah, Actually, you're right. You're right. Yeah. The same, um, the same day, like the, I think the same day or maybe, you know, like, um, because I was going to, I was, I had this, um, you know, it, uh, it had been years since I'd played like a solo, like a show by myself, but we didn't January, February, it'd been almost two months or uh, since we had, you know, had a play a show due to Burns' hiatus and, and, you know, what he, whatever he announced, you know, when he made his Facebook post. 
it had been, um, and you know, that's survival, man. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to, so I was going to like play this, this small like venue in Baton Rouge, like an hour and a half from South of Natchez. Um, try to keep my, uh, try to stay afloat, you know, try to pay some rent and all that. And, um, and that's, and, and I knew that it was, you know, you know, I was aware that, um, that, uh, it was, it was about to get kind of hung up. And I think uh, as soon as, and I read that, I read the um, post on my newsfeed and about the same uh, time later that day, you know, I see <laughs> the, the, the venue in Baton Rouge, um, make a post that was, you know, and it said like Travis McCready going, um, like goes goes solo but like in in baton rouge or whatever you know what i mean and it's like but would have been just like travis mccurdy does a solo show you know what i mean but it just lined up and like to where i see that and then it's like travis mccurdy goes solo and so those words like rang like completely different (laughs) like in a completely different way than um (laughs) than than you know they would have about a day before or so it was kind of um kind of an odd occurrence, but you know, like I remember that I never, quit a, I never quit a job without without one book. I mean, without without one book, without one. Uh, I never quit a job back in the day without having another. So yeah, and didn't quit that one. But you know, it just it so it was you know it was it just seemed fell into place, man. Um, and I got to you know I have my, I have my little boy's eleven. Um, started sixth grade, so that's um, daddy got to work. Yeah, I remember that evening. I, I remember you performing, watching the live stream, and I just remember the shock of people. I think it was the Facebook page, uh, the Bishop Gun Chillers, I think it's called. Yeah, man, like, so the shit I got last year, like, like, you know, everybody, it's like, everybody wants to, you know, people. And something's like taken away, and and I mean, well, that's 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 a, that's a, actually the magnitude that, in a beautiful way or in a strangely beautiful way that you create by by reaching people, you know, and then like before it can before it's even explained of its of its demise or whatever, it's just <laughs> that can get ugly, right? Like um. You know, it's not pro wrestling. It's not um, not uh, college football. You know, it's not um, it's, <laughs> or we're 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 artists. You know, like very. You know, I make a living off of writing my feelings down on a sheet of paper and sending them to thousands of people. You know, did it? And so- uh, you know, it's like, so it's just it was kind of you know, people like what's going on? You know, the, the stereotypical. You know, it's always the stereotypical uh, route to. Oh, the singer! Oh, he's going solo. You know the the, the uh, age old. You guys are holding me back. I'm going solo, kind of. You know, thing. You know, whatever goes through people's heads, like in the uh, in the folklore. You know, um, of the whole thing, right? You know, so I, it was it was a, it was a it was quite a um a time just silently just. <laughs> Uh, receiving blows from lots of different ends, and you know, and then, you know, just feeling like, well, 
Well, because there was, tell, you know? yeah, well, there was a lot of unknown at that moment, you know, I mean, exactly, was, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I couldn't, I didn't blame her. I didn't, I just, you know, wasn't, no, wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't understand, you know, people's frustrations or anything, you know, but literally like, it was a, um, there wasn't like one reason like to give, you know? Yeah. And up until now, really, you really haven't spoken about it. You know, you're really... You know, I mean, the whole band really hasn't spoken about. It. Does it? Does it feel better that you kind of talked a bit about it here today? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, not not in the sense that. I mean, I've talked about it um, not very publicly, but you know, and it's, there's really like no like, there's really um, there's really like no answer. It's like a conglomeration of of just life, you know what I mean? And, 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 and people's, and, and people's different, different equations, you know, you got four guys and then, and then with families or not, or, you know, or dependents or, you know, just indifferent. And, you know what I mean? It goes, I'm just glad, um, that it's, we were, th- we were about to sign like a, uh, we we were potentially going to sign a deal. Um, I can, you know, that the that the that the um, pandemic would have just swallowed whole. <laughs> it would have been a shelved band, and just like so, it was almost like it, it was strangely um, fate was strangely sealed at least for a year, even if we, you know what I mean which was an odd factor that kind of just that shone through. It's like, I'm, I was like, wow. Um, you know, and, 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 and in the music industry where there's, you know, they uh, had to take a year off with prior, um, with already prior investments and in different artists and different, you know, financially and, and, and all, you know. Um, so some bands they just signed right before, <laughs> you know, the pandemic hit would have been probably the last thing on the list. It, you know what I'm saying? So in a way, I was kind of like, damn, did we, I don't know, it was, it was an odd occurrence either way, have you look at it, but, man, it is what it is, and, um, I can only, I can only speak, um, 100% for myself, but, uh, but yeah, this gun was, was, was fucking magic occurrence, man, um, un- unbelievable, um, things that just tie into that thing, like, um, we uh we we got the the, the name off the tombstone in the cemetery in Nashes and just it was all cap Bishop Gun G U N N you know it looked cool and and uh, we just needed it for a uh, we needed a name for like this one off uh, this one off festival slot we were doing uh, the Natchez Balloon Festival that happens every year actually that's this weekend um this this the annual festival so 2014. Um, was when we were we had a, a slot for this and we, it was Burn got me to be a singer and he had another guitar player Hudson who was in the you know in the EP in the original EP days Bank of the River and all that you know he was playing on and, uh, it, and we were basically covered band for a day so we just took the tombstone name and then we decided to keep going with the project and then you know, incorporate like the songs I was writing into it so that's how that stuck but the thing is um uh, 
2019, I guess, uh, I started looking at, I actually paid attention to the actual date on the tombstone, you know, I knew the year um, of, of, of Bishop Gunn's death, like, he was Bishop of Natchez from 1911 to, um, to uh, 1924, and um, February 19th, I look at that, that's my son's birthday, uh, 365 options, you know, um, and, and and he was older than the, than the whole idea of the band, you know. So it wasn't like, you know, he found that date or something, you know. It was it was just un- impossible, right? And we got back from Europe on um, after the Europe tour in early 2019, right? So Drew Smithers was the guitar player. He was the only one in the band in that last lineup that wasn't from Natchez. We found out his great grandmother was born in Natchez. He's like he's just fucking. He's from Connecticut, right? He's <laughs> a little like just strange little tie-ins, like so that that just and I and I, I'm in the band Universal kind of shit, you know. So, um, it's like that. Yeah, cos- it's like that cosmic connection, you know. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know? you can't like just you can't even like. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there's so much of it. And you know, laws of attraction, manifestation, thoughts. You can, even you, you, the more narrow you focus, or you, the more you're going to figure out, the more you're going to see rhymes, you know. But, but these, but it was, you know, it was pretty, some pretty awesome, pretty significant rhymes of things, you know, that just, that, uh, just was affirmations that the, that the whole damn thing was pretty special, was to me for sure. It's a cliche, but it is true. Everything does happen for a reason. Yeah, right. I will tell you yeah, this, so, I, you know, my my 16-year-old son who loves rock music is totally into Gypsy Cadillac. I mean, he's like this he's like dad, this is like a perfect album. This is incredible. And yeah, man, it's it's and, and I I'm, but there's things about what I'm doing, there's things about the quiet or kind of um you know, I've been playing for a year and a half with just me and a drummer for the most part. If I'm not Myself, um, which has made you know, it's made me have to play more guitar, like thicker, thicker guitar, a lot of droning, pop string, a lot of just like multi-layered, same time stuff, but also like utilizing negative space even more so. You know, just being me and a drummer, like like these dry spots, you know, like violation of rhythmic anticipation, just like like having fun. It's made me a better player, like that, and. Um, and I and I and I really don't mind um, a lot of elements of my one being um you know I'm, I'm a fucking poet with the guitar you know I've company I, I like my I like like um, I'm pretty passionate about like you know um, positive thoughts like in a, in a philosophical way you know that accompanied by um, accompanied by a major or minor note, you know, like whatever the subject matter may be. And um, it makes nice lubrication for the years to, to get a positive message through, you know? So I, I don't mind, um, so I don't mind a little bit of um, the quieter of, of, of words being to be able to be understood easier, maybe, um, uh, which, you know, like opposed to, um, really, really loud rock and roll, which that's as it's supposed to, you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? Just letting my pros and cons count my, uh, 
You know, um, sometimes it's pretty cool to not have a marshal to the right of you or something. You know, when you when um, speaking out some some heartfelt things. You know, um, but the difference between a um, country song and a rock song is your buzz pedal. Most a lot of time, you know. Yeah, um, you, you know, and the, and, the, and, the, and the intensity of the drummer, or the intensity of you know the, the intensity. So it's like you can take a, you can yeah. A lot, a lot of moving parts to this, to this um, here music thing. <laughs> well, it's the subtlety, right? It's the subtlety of the music, of your music in particular, that creates the vibe. I mean, that's really what is interesting about Gypsy Cadillac is it's very atmospheric, right? I mean, it's yeah. got some beautiful tones. The lyrics are beautiful, but through the whole album there's an atmosphere that you can really feel the room that yeah where it's coming from yeah and then thank um from the um from the uh from leaving leaving uh leaving a lot of things up to interpretation and the writing and the instrumentation and then you know jakir like i said jakir king did the hell out of his part to um to 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 um, what would you say to to accent it to um, to cradle it and and represent it you know help us represent it the way you did so well sonically I guess yeah the, well the future is here for you I mean you mentioned the new music that's coming in the spring and I'm sure people are going to be excited about that I'm sure people who do know are excited about that. What can you tell us about that music? About 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 what what specifically what what was it? About the new like music, the, that um, you, yeah. About the new music that um, you have coming. Yeah, man. Um, I'm just see. I'm just. I'm in like a like kind of a. I'm putting some musicians behind. Um, behind like a, I'm adding musicians. Um, to to whatever the Travis McCready and the, and. In, you know what I mean, Travis McCready and the whoever's right. You know, like, but I want to, I want, I want consistent musicians backing up that have their own identity behind. You know, I'm gonna stay. I mean, I've worked through the last year and a half on, 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 on meriting the name Travis McCready along with you know, so. I'm going to keep that, I'm going to keep that name, you know, I mean, I'm 34 years old, man. It's like, um, you know, uh, I think I deserve to, you know, maybe, um, a little bit of, you know, I don't see to, you know, nobody can, I think my son deserves, you know, um, for me to, you know, protect, um, his livelihood with, with, with his name, you know, and, um, and, and, uh, but that doesn't mean that the band as uh, the the brotherhood aspect is is anywhere any any less, you know. So um, so I'm adding some musicians behind that I want to to be consistently there, and so like and which I haven't done really over the throughout the pandemic and stuff because I mean the, it wasn't um, it wasn't anybody's ball game, you know. You couldn't I couldn't pretend to lead and say like, hey, I can. I can keep you busy. I can, I can financially, I can provide financial stability to whoever I'm asking to be a part of 
you know, my movement or whatever, when, when, when no one's had that, um, security, you know, uh, venues opening, closing, everything's up, down, you know, so I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't, uh, procrastinate very well. Um, so, you know, so I just kind of, uh, stayed as simple as I could, um, you know, as I could, as, as, as what was going to, as what was going to be, you know, allowed anyway, right? You know, so, but now it's getting to a point to where you, there's like a little bit of light opening up. So I'm kind of, you know, um, I'm, I'm trying to expand and, and actually build, build some, um, and I've added, I've added these couple members to my, um, to my thing. Jody, uh, Saloni, who's been playing drums with me for the last, uh, year and a half almost uh, I think our first time to play was that first socially distanced concert like in the United States for sure like possibly like commercially promoted and uh, that, that thing in Fort Smith back in um, May 18th 2020 it was like the first socially distanced concert and um, commercial it's commercially promoted anyway you know um, Ticketmaster like made this thing called fan pods and it was like this governor of Arkansas that was <laughs> that was um, trying to fuck it up, you know. Uh, but you know, God bless him. He, um, you know, nobody knew what the hell was going on, right? But you know, anyway, we were trying. They were trying to take the best precautions possible, you know, with the safety regulations and everything. But anyway, so Jody's been with me for a year and, uh, since May twentieth, uh, two thousand twenty. And we're adding some other elements, man, and see where this see where this can go. Now that now that maybe we can actually um, the music business can can swim again, you know. Yeah, and artists, you know, like yourself, can can get out there and and start performing. Is it is I know you've been playing, you know, to the South region, you know, a lot of local stuff. Are there plans once this gets going to to start touring and you know go to? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, okay. definitely, definitely. Totally, totally. Um, yeah, that's um, um, that's definitely, definitely on the um on the cards. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's kind of a um, I'm, I'm, the last couple months, I'm in like a the building kind of the building phase of trying to build a um. I mean, I was running around with the, with the guitar player anywhere, everywhere that could you know possible and um now i'm kind of staying staying like um in the uh in the close to the blueprints you know like just make a new um close to the drawing board you know? so, and uh, plan yeah planning to do something wide open well once that stuff comes out you got to come back on and we got to talk about it totally totally um let's yeah please please do so let me, um, yeah, when, um, I'm just surviving right now and, 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 uh, putting, uh, and I'm constantly playing, you know, and I'm constantly playing new material. Uh, things, uh, things, uh, sometimes I'll play a song or a show I wrote the week before or something, you know, just have the freedom of, um, of, of, of just kind of being the only one. I've been enjoying the freedom of being the only one involved of, of, you know, rather than having, you know, when you did have four members and then like, and, 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 and 
and releasing of a song was so much, you know, had so much other, um, had so much other dependence of it. And so how, you know, how he went about that was, you know, for the best way and the best execution and all that. I've been having a lot of fun just, <laughs> you know, just everything just free for all of us here. Um, play this song, play that song, I just wrote this, um, yada, yada, yada. So I'm kind of, so I'm in a moment getting back to um, structuring what, 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 what four people playing together and, the, and for their best behalf. Well, I look forward to what hearing is- it. You know, I mean, I, I can't wait and, you know, I, I do follow you on social media. I have watched the live streams and like last night, you know, doing some mixing some covers in with with some Bishop Gunn stuff and you know songs that you know we're not familiar with that will probably be on the yeah. new uh, the new EP or album. However, you and, decide to do it. And, and and if I I mean if I um, if I release twenty albums, you know, in the, in the, in just just speculating overboard, you know, then I would still, I mean, anything I've written, anything that's came out of my soul, like, and in, 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 in is the template of, you know, was the, that I was the general template of, you know what I mean? That I'm going to sing that in any, in any, in any, um, any outfit that I involved myself in, you know, it's like, um, it's, but it going into the, um, Going into the Travis McCrady, uh, whatever that looks like, you know, um, people. It's important, you know, that people know that, you know, as a soul, as a soul, as a soul writer of all that um, music, you know, that the difference between, like, you know, there's not like knocking on your old, on your own old success or anything by singing these songs. Like these are songs I sang. A lot of the songs were songs I sang in bands prior and um, you know and, and, you know anything that means a lot to me that's came out of my hand and my mouth you know I'm going to sing it and, um, with pride so. well I think I speak for everybody we can't wait and I think that uh, a lot of fans who are listening got some kind of closure with the reasons that you talked about with Bishop Gunn, I think they're ex- going to be excited about the future with your new music. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan, been a huge fan of yours for a while, man. Your voice, I've said this to, I don't know how many people, is the best voice in modern rock music right now. Well, you hear that, boys? <laughs> I ain't kidding you, man. That... Man, it's 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 got power. It's got soul, man. It and it comes from you. Sing from the heart, like not just not just your lyrics, but your tone too, man. It's just beautiful. Thank you, man. And um, and uh, definitely, I kind of have one speed. I don't, uh, don't, um, don't, uh, don't not. I don't sing unemotional. Let's put it that way. Not very well at that. Well, Travis, it's been a great conversation, a great discussion. I do appreciate you coming on and doing this. Well, thanks a lot, man. Thank you. All right, everybody. That is Travis McCready. Check out the new Bishop Gun album, Gypsy Cadillac, streaming everywhere. 
I'm Jay Scott. This is The Hook Rocks. Take care. Stay safe. Stay strong. We'll talk again soon. Thanks. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.